The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. Okay, I am sitting here in my hotel room about a mile from Chase Center. I am chilling after game four of the Warriors-Kings game, and I have to tell you, that was one of the wildest, most thrilling games that I have seen in a long, long time. I can't remember an NBA game I've seen in person as good as that one recently. It was exactly the opposite of Game 3. Full of drama, big shots, runs by both teams, surprises everywhere, my God, that Steph timeout, which we'll get to, I'm sure, that wasn't a timeout, the Fab Five moment. You know, our dubs, the champions that they are, they pulled it out in the last second. Some would say they dodged a bullet. Uh, I would say that's just championship DNA coming back uh, to rear its beautiful head. Now we head back to Sacramento. We are tied 2-2. The series is everything that everyone wanted it to be. A dogfight, a dogfight between the team that the national media wants, the darlings of the national media, a.k.a. the Sacramento Kings, and uh, a veteran in what I think the NBA wants to tell us is an aging team, the, the last dance of the dynasty, and a team that knows how to win versus this young upstart team that's trying to rip out their throats. So the overarching story, of course, was the return of Draymond Green. And I think after game three, people in the media were whispering and uh, like hypothesizing, what if Draymond Green came off the bench? Like, hey, the elephant in the room right after the game was was in the elevator, in the media elevator, like, hey, uh, you think, uh, no, no, that's crazy, that's crazy. I don't know, man. 
it kind of feels like it's the right thing to do. Like, they look pretty good out there offensively when there was just one non-shooter out there. You think maybe, like, Looney or, like, Draymond will come off the bench? And multiple days were going by, and that started to get louder and louder. And it turns out that Draymond Green saw the same thing that we saw. So he comes up to Steve Kerr, according to Steve Kerr after the game today, and said, hey, what do you think about me coming off of the bench? Steve Kerr was already thinking about that, and he was like, huh, that's an interesting thought. Haven't thought about that. He was thinking about that. And (laughs) Draymond said, listen, like I didn't want to shake things up just because I came back from a suspension. That wasn't right. You know, Jordan Poole earned the right to be in the starting lineup. And I am not going to be one of those veterans that think that I'm entitled to the starting job. I'm back on the Draymond train, by the way. That presser, his performance today, the way that he handles being a winner, the way that he handles being selfless, all the things that people accusing him of the opposite of, I love him. I do. I'm back on. I'm we, Me and Draymond are back on. Looney, of course, was amazing. Uh, he had 4-20 and 20 on 4-20 in Game 3. But we've got, not surprisingly, Mike Brown had a plan. And that was to move Sabonis out to the top of the arc to open up the spacing for them. And it definitely worked. Definitely worked. There's more open space, a lot more scoring. Looney was nowhere the force that he was on the rebounds. And that was much more typical Golden State game, right? A lot of big runs, threes, Draymond doing Draymond things. So another thing that I thought was really funny was that Draymond in this postgame presser, kind of going backwards here, but Draymond said that Kerr called him on Saturday and was like, hey, uh, I just want to make sure you're you're good with this decision. Like, how do you feel about coming off the bench? And this is what Draymond said. Coming into this game, I came off the bench. I went to Coach Kerr after the game. I told him right then, I'm like, yo, Coach, if I need to come off the bench, like, fine. Like, I'll come off the bench, no problem. And he's like, oh. Like, it almost caught him by surprise. Like, he's like, oh. The one thing that I didn't want to happen was, like, I come back and everybody's like, oh, this worked. Well, Loon comes out the starting lineup. That's bullshit. Like, that's bullshit. You're an awful fucking teammate if that's what you think should happen. Looney just had 20 rebounds, nine assists, dominated the game. You don't then go to him and say, hey, your reward is to come out of the starting lineup. That's, as a leader of a team, that's how you lose guys. Coach called me a day later and said, all right, this is what we're doing, but you haven't, you haven't come off the bench in nine years. How are you in a playoff game? How are you going to feel about that? I said, well, coach, number one, who fucking cares? Who cares how I feel about that? Doesn't matter. Feelings don't matter. You don't have time for feelings in the playoffs. You get caught in your feelings, you get caught on, on the, uh, the, the, the boat to Cancun. Number two, I feel great. I'm fine. I'm re- I'll be ready to go when it's time for me to go in. Big question is, do you keep coming off the bench? I don't care. Draymond Green did not care. He was a beast. He shot a million times, and you know what? He was one of the most impactful dudes, even though he had a Trey Young-like inefficient performance. Not today's Trey Young. Not today's Trey Young. Trey Young was pretty good today. Uh, 12, 10, and 7. Had a steal and a block. Had some defensive plays in crunch time. 
he had a tech early too. And you know what's funny? I, did, I couldn't find this uh, part of the presser, but someone in the press conference room asked him about that tech, and he goes, wasn't that just beautiful? That was just poetic, wasn't it? You know what? I love that I got a tech. Why? Because nobody's going to change me. Not a suspension, not an ejection. You're not going to move me off my spot. I'm going to continue to play the type of basketball that I play no matter what, which I love it. He got into it with De'Aaron Fox. Why? Because a Draymond Green hit Keegan Murray in the mouth. It's like, yeah. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Steph Curry didn't know that the team was without a timeout because here's what happened. So offensive foul happened, and Draymond implored Steve Kerr to call a challenge. It was a moving screen, Kevon Looney on, I believe, Malik Monk. It was definitely a 300% a moving screen. They call a challenge. They lose the challenge. They lose their final timeout. Steve Kerr doesn't tell the team, according to him, forgets to tell the team, hey, we are out of timeouts. 47 seconds left. Warriors up five. And Steph Curry is in the backcourt all by him, his lonesome, trapped. He's got to call the timeout. Oh, no. Warriors get the technical foul. Malik Monk hits the free throw. Sacramento ball. De'Aaron Fox, Mr. Clutch Time himself, ISO on Draymond, hits a step back three. Oh, my God, Kings only down one. Steph Curry, bricks, Kings ball, 10 seconds, timeout. And then here's where it gets tricky. They, they out-of-bounds play. Fox takes it in the backcourt, takes him five seconds just to get down to the front court, And they trap. Fox, smart, Steph, and Draymond kicks out to Harrison Barnes, and Harrison Barnes misses uh, an open three on a closeout, which would have sent them into winning game four, going up 3-1, and would have been probably the most epic choke job in Warriors' dynastic history. However, they do come out unscathed. Uh, And I saw this on Twitter, and I don't know if it's real, but... uh, a lot of people said that Harrison Barnes continues to win Golden State championships just by uh, being on another team. There is, it's just cold out here on these streets for Harrison Barnes. He wants it so bad. They buried him for so long after that 2016. You can tell. He's talked about it in multiple times in these pressers too. But now we get a light, nice long break before game five in Sacramento Wednesday night. Both teams have a lot to game plan for. But this is the best series in the NBA so far. And you know what? Kings fans are scared. Kings fans are terrified, as they should be. And our dubs, they feel more and more confident by the minute. <laughs> 